Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I was just looking here, and I'm, I'm doing all this talking, and I'm, I'm doing, I'm stalling because I, I have to do the, do the recording, and I noticed my, my, uh, my voice wasn't going into it, but I'm like, well, I'm going over the air. Everything's fine. I realized there was a button that was, that was not pressed in correctly. It's been that type of Monday, Senator Libby. Uh, you're, I gotta say, I, I feel like we're, we're kind of in a beard off here a little bit. You know, I saw, I saw yeah. the beard selfie on Twitter and I'm like, wow, you know, yeah. I guess I got to get in on that. Right. You know, seemed uh, like it was the right thing to do at the time. I mean, you've got quite a leg up on me right now. Uh, yeah. It's a little, well, mine's much whiter too. So and it's weird because I'm not involved in politics in any way. Right. So, you know, that's. It's pretty wild, but you've also got the volume that that I can't yeah. even come close to. No, I just I'm not. I'm just leaving this alone at this point. Is really really what it boils down to. I I, I don't think there's. I haven't really figured out a, another way to do it. I, I should probably dye this thing, but yeah, maybe not. I, I mean, don't know. It's, it's kind of like Civil War general esque. It really yeah that yeah we should pro- yeah exactly hopefully like a. Exactly. Maybe I should get one of those hats or something and a sword. Right, you can do that. You can do that. They do that stuff over in Hebron. Like they get the, they get those the get-togethers and then the reenactments. Oh yeah, those that folks really take it seriously. Oh yeah, they really do. I used to work with a guy and he used to do the Raleigh Fingers mustache with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that mustache was—I don't know how much mustache wax that guy had, but he had enough. Right, let's put it that way. So let's. Um, uh, earlier this month, legislature uh, reconvened. Final day of the session. Uh, you guys took up a bunch of different issues. Um, lots of ups and downs. Let's talk about the, uh, some of the vetoes that were, that were overridden. Um, bidding the purchase of tobacco for anyone under 21. I, I'm not much of a smoker, never have been, but I don't know. This, this seems another, a, a lot of the critics scream nanny state with this one. What, what sure are your do. thoughts? They sure do. Um, to me, this is a, a, a major public health issue. I mean, I, I, Perhaps I'm biased in that I started smoking when I was 18. I've been struggling to quit for uh, that time. Um, you know, for some people it is easy to give up uh, smokes, and then for others uh, the addiction really takes hold, and, and I'm in that second category. And I, I look at uh, the various laws that we have on the books right now. You have to be 21 to buy a bottle of liquor. You have to be 21 to possess and use recreational marijuana. You have to be 21 to go casino gambling. You have to be 25 to rent a car. Um, This argument that when you turn 18, you automatically have all the rights and privileges of a citizen bestowed on you, I don't think is quite accurate. And when we're talking about a product that is lethal, um, highly addictive, um, expensive, uh, poses a public health risk, um, you know, all of those uh, bundled together I was a very passionate supporter of this issue, and fortunately we worked very hard at uh, getting votes in the House and Senate to override the veto on this bill. Um, It was overridden. Maine now becomes the fourth state following Hawaii uh, and a couple of others to ban the purchase of tobacco for anyone under 18. I think this is a major victory for the people of Maine, and I think if... um, 
if 18 year olds can um, put off that that stupid decision to have a cigarette a few more years they might um, not get hooked like I did and there's also evidence to show that um, teen smokers high school age smokers um, the vast majority of that group that starts at 15 16 17 they are starting by getting cigarettes from folks that are 18 and 19 who are old enough to to buy so if we can um, uh, constrict uh, the availability of this product I think we can uh, save some folks from addiction and save some lives we're talking with State Senator Nate Libby. He joins us here each month on The Breakfast Club. More on the way, Maine's Big Z. Oxford Networks is now First Light. First Always online, mainsbigz.com. Also on the TuneIn Radio app. It's the same thing. As long as we're online there, we're online on TuneIn. That's how that works. A lot of people didn't know that. A lot of people didn't care. State Senator Nate Libby continues with us now. He joins us each month here on The Breakfast Club talked about uh, the uh, purchase of banning the purchase of tobacco for anyone under 21 in the last segment. We move on now to uh, banning cell phone use while operating a motor vehicle. Um, again, a, a lot of folks got a uh, scream nanny stater on this one. This veto was sustained. Um, I know there's a couple of different trains of thought on this one. Um, there are some folks that use it for GPS. Um, and for some reason, the existing text law, I, I guess, had some loopholes and this was designed to close it. However, some people thought it went with a little bit of a stranglehold. Uh, what were your thoughts here? Well, I think uh, clearly the, the amount of distracted driving has increased over the last several years. And a lot of us feel it's largely due to cell phone use while operating a motor vehicle. So... What this law uh, would effectively have done is said, uh, hands off, you know, that hands off the cell phone while you're driving. You could put it in a dashboard mounts. Um, you could plug in earbuds um, to use the telephone while you're driving. But um, we're just going to we're going to be done with holding that cell phone while you're driving, because when you're driving, that's your job is operating that motor vehicle safely and being conscious of the other motorists on the road and, and not texting with your buds or posting on Facebook or that kind of thing. And um, the sponsor of the bill, uh, Senator Bill Diamond from Wyndham, um, did an informal experiment um, the day that uh, we took the vote on the, on the um, veto. He drove from Wyndham to Augusta. Um, he drove the speed limit, which was interesting because nobody drives the speed limit, so no. everybody was flying by him. Right. And he observed... Uh, with the folks flying by him, uh, one out of four drivers had their cell phone in their hand in the view of the road, texting or posting on Facebook or whatever. One in four. Informal survey, sure, but I think it's very telling that um, we've we've uh, gotten to a point where people are not paying attention to the road. And so uh, we basically said hands off. That was the concept behind the bill. Um, the governor disagreed. He brought in the nanny state argument. Um, House Republicans um, agreed with the governor, and so the, the veto was sustained. So there's no change in the law um, for this year. Um, student debt bond. Um, there's no, there was no consensus on this. It was carried over to January 2018. What are, what are some thoughts on this one? This was uh, uh, an issue that I uh, brought forward and found an unlikely ally and. Uh, Governor Paula Page, who um, sort of bought into my arguments that we need to do something big and bold to attract young professional folks to the state of Maine. 
and we need to do something to help uh, relieve uh, this generation, at least partially, of some of that burden that they bear with student debt. The average Mainer with student debt has about $30,000. That's roughly four to $600 a month in student debt payments. So um, we both saw uh, some pretty strong arguments. We worked with um, folks in both parties and both in the House and Senate to try to come up with a deal that everybody could get on board with. Ultimately, um, we could not get to a deal, so we've carried the bill over. Um, meeting with House Republican leadership in the interim to try to address their major concerns and see if we can get something off the ground in January. We're talking with State Senator Nate Libby. He joins us here each month on The Breakfast Club. We'll talk more about the recent legislative session, including LD-182. Maybe even touch on the governor's race as well. Yes, that'll be happening soon. More on the way. means. 741, 63 degrees. It's the Breakfast Club on Maine's Big Z. State Senator Nate Libby continues with us now. We talk about things in politics because, well, that's what he's involved with, and that's what people kind of want to hear about sometimes. So that's that's why we're here. There you go. So we've talked about a couple of the uh, couple of the different things that have been that were upheld or overridden veto wise. Um, we talked about the student debt bond that was carried over to 2018. Uh, LD-182, uh, phasing out toxic flame retardants in household furniture. Um, wh- what was all this one about? Yeah, this was an issue that um, I had never, ever thought about before, but uh, there are lots of different chemicals contained within uh, furniture. So when a house catches on fire um, and those uh, pieces of furniture burn, the first responders, particularly firemen and firewomen, are often exposed to some very deadly chemicals. And so LD-182 um, is a, a new law that we um, passed this uh, this year. Uh, it was vetoed by the governor. We were able to override the veto. And it would phase out toxic flame retardants in furniture and uh, also helps protect firefighters from cancer and children from neurological harm. Um, toxic flame retardants uh, in these chemicals used in furniture and upholstery we know are linked to cancer. Um, The leading cause of of line-of-duty death for firefighters, um, to my surprise, it's not acute injuries from battling fires, but it is cancer. And so when these chemicals burn, they produce carcinogenic gases that, um, you know, firefighters are exposed to. And, uh, And these flame retardants, according to the experts, are just no longer necessary. So... Um, again, an issue I'd, I'd never, ever thought about, um, but upon hearing the evidence and the testimony, it uh, became very clear that this, this was a serious issue, and so we did, I think, a good thing for um, first responders and firefighters with this one. Um, also, LD-1263, uh, uh, testing wells for arsenic. Right. Um, you hear a lot about uh, uh, lead poisoning uh, hazards in, in water, um, something you hear less about is arsenic um, in well water. Um, So there are a number of wells in Maine. A lot of folks that live outside of uh, cities rely on their own private wells for uh, potable water. So um, I think the estimate is that one out of every eight wells in Maine is contaminated with unsafe levels of arsenic. And so uh, over half of the state uh, drinks and, and cooks with well water. So, I mean, this is a major major issue 
um, what this bill does is provide some uh, funding to uh, help folks who do rely on wells for their uh, drinking water to uh, qualify for assistance with, with testing. And the testing is pretty straightforward, but there is a cost there. This bill provides funds to help more people get the test done. We are talking with State Senator Nate Libby. Coming up, we'll talk a little bit about the race for governor and uh, maybe talk a little bit about solar energy legislation as well. Breakfast Club Mains, Big Z. Football program, much more. Wrapping up now is Senator Libby, who joins us each month here on The Breakfast Club. Getting through it here on a Monday morning. Of course, you can hear this interview on demand if you missed any of it. After the show, mainsbigz.com. Uh, Vito was sustained for solar energy legislation. Um, let's talk a little bit about that one and what that means for us. Yeah, this is the second uh, year in a row that we've come up short with passing uh, comprehensive solar energy legislation for the state of Maine. Two years ago, the framework that we had been using for um, helping folks uh, sell the energy that they generate back into the grid basically expired. It was up to the legislature to institute a, a new framework going forward. Um, we came up three votes short in the House on the override vote here. So the status quo remains, which is basically an uncertain market for folks who um, generate more electricity than they consume and uh, selling that back into the grid for the rest of us to use. I think a lot of us, no matter their political persuasion, are interested in solar energy because it's Maine-based homegrown energy. Maine, surprisingly, um, has uh, the, the proper uh, environment to allow solar energy to be used widely. Um, the, the costs to install solar are coming down significantly, and a lot of us feel this is part of the solution to get us off um, foreign uh, petroleum and, and fossil fuels. So I think we'll try again next year, but I said that uh, last year, I mean, it's it's extraordinarily disappointing to come um, so close to passing something and then coming just a few votes short. Race for governor getting started really soon. A uh, lot of people have thrown their hat in the ring. Uh, let's get a, little, a quick rundown of who's in the field. Not a ton of independence, I see. Yeah. So on the on the Democratic side, which right now is the most competitive side of the race, you've got Janet Mills, the former. Uh, the current, rather, Attorney General. Um, she used to be District Attorney for the Lewis and Auburn area. Um, she served in the House of Representatives and has uh, been Maine's Attorney General for several years. You've got Mark Eaves, uh, uh, former Speaker of the Maine House of Representatives. He's from North Berwick, which is down in the southernmost part of the state. Um, he served four years as the Speaker of the House. He's thrown his hat in the ring. Um, Adam Cody, um, is a former candidate for U.S. Congress. He is from Sanford. He also um, served active duty in Iraq and Afghanistan. Um, he's thrown his hat in the ring. And then we've got uh, a number of other folks here. Jim Boyle, former state senator from, um, let's see, Gorham area. Uh, Patrick Eisenhart, a retired health care executive. He's been very involved uh, with Veterans Affairs and is a veteran himself. Betsy Sweet, um, she is from Hollowell. She's been a longtime lobbyist in Augusta for um, uh, nonprofit organizations primarily that help folks uh, with mental health and uh, behavioral health issues and developmental issues as well. And then the most recent entry into the Democratic primary is Diane Russell uh, from Portland. 
She was a, a state representative for eight years, um, has some national notoriety among uh, progressive groups. Um, she recently lost a, a three-way primary for the state senate in Portland. She came in third out of out of three there. So she's going to um, take a run at, uh, at a higher office there. Uh, do we have time for the rest of the field, Ben? Sure. All right. Rock on, man. Um, on the Republican side, so far, the only announced candidate is Mary Mayhew. She's a former commissioner of the Department of Health and Human Services. Uh, I think she served in that role for six or seven years under Governor Paula Page. Um, she's touting uh, welfare reform as uh, the major accomplishment of her time at DHHS, but I think um, folks that are also looking at um, that department see some major issues at Riverview, major issues with um, uh, services for folks with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Um, the two uh, other folks that a lot of people are looking at, probably the, the most uh, important here is Susan Collins. If she decides to give up her uh, very influential role in the U.S. Senate, she would likely be a favorite for uh, governor in the general election, but there is concern that she may not make it out of the Republican primary um, with enough votes because the Republican primary is typically um, made up of voters who are on the more conservative side of the ticket. If Collins doesn't run, I think there possibly is a consideration for Bruce Poliquin, a congressperson from Maine's 2nd Congressional District, to throw his hat in the ring, and that would be a very interesting race. And then just real quickly, mm -hmm. uh, the only independent I uh, see so far running is Terry Hayes. She's the state treasurer. She's from close by. She's from the town of uh, Buckfield. She served as state treasurer for uh, the last three years, and, uh, and she is looking to capitalize on that independent brand, which has been very, very uh, powerful and effective in the state of Maine. The only other one I've seen independent-wise is a, is a guy by the name of Richard Light. That's the only other independent I've seen so far. But I think he's running under the Libertarian Party. So, But I guess you would consider that independent in this case. Well, no, no. I think the Libertarian Party is now an official recognized So I guess it would Maine. be a D-R-I-L, yeah, if you will. Yeah, exactly. A drill down. Wow, I just came up with a new word. That was great. <laughs> State Senator Libby is here. He joins us each month. Thank you very much. Thank you, Matty. We'll have more on the way. Maine's Big Z. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.